you so much for your support of PPP. Well, today, Roy and I have a treat for you. We've recorded Dennis and Nicole Drake, and we're going to talk about Daring to Dream. And that is based on a book that Reverend Drake Dennis published a number of years ago. And we think, you know, we're in this COVID environment where things are not so pleasant. We want to share some good news with you, good news in troubled times. And so Dennis and Nick talk about the challenges of being business owners, being married, and in a joint business endeavors. They own some tropical smoothies, but they also share about some epiphanies, some challenges, and some successes that they've had to weather during COVID. And so please listen in. It is an hour long, but I tell you, it is worth the wait. It is worth the listening. Roy and I were so impacted by this couple, by this interview, and you will be amazed at just what they had to say. And not only that, maybe God can inspire you through their message. So please listen in. And again, thank you so much. Here's PPP, Bree and Roy in her absence. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Hello, and welcome back to Pumps, Pearls, and Power. This is Bree. Hello, everybody. This is Roy. And we want you to know we are still moving forward with undefeatable determination. <laughs> and guess what? We are walking word walkers. Yes, and so today we have the pleasure of meeting and interviewing Dennis and Nicole Drake. Dennis is an author, he's a preacher, he is our friend, and Nicole is, and they're business owners, they own two tropical smoothies. Nicole is an entrepreneur, a mother, a wife, and a, just a very successful business woman, and my dear friend, I call her my little sister. So Dennis and Nicole, say hello. Hi. Hi. And so as we talked about, uh, Dennis and Nicole have just such a success story. I tell you, they uh, keep it all together, being married, being business owners, uh, have very busy careers, have children, but yet they maintain their ability to keep God first maintain relationships with their friends, with their employees. And so they have such a powerful story to tell. We don't want to waste any more time, do we, Roy? So we're going no. to go straight. <laughs> we're going to go straight into just hearing from them. And so again, Dennis and Nick, thank you so much for being on Pumps, Pros, and Power. Thank you all for your support of Pumps, Pros, and Power because we couldn't do it without you. And so again, you have such a successful story to tell. And for COVID-19, we're in this season, but you have a powerful story to tell about how you all have waded through adversity. You've waded through uh, your career loss. You've kept your tropical smoothies running, even in the midst of some just of the, you know, the greatest tragedies uh, that can occur to a business owner. So let's start. So Dennis and Nick, tell us about yourself. Uh, okay. <laughs> that could yes. be as a couple, individually. I mean, like yeah. I said, Dennis, you've written a book. So just uh, give us some goodies on you too. Something okay. we don't know. Okay. So we've, um, number one, we, we, we want to thank both of you for inviting us. We think that what you all are doing uh, is relevant. 
Uh, it is um, it's powerful uh, and inspiring. So we, we we and we can't think of two two of the more <laughs> two two of the more uh, uh, tight inspiring folks that should be doing this. Thank so we, you. We appreciate it. Thank you. So we, we've been married for nine years. Brenda, you know as well that uh, you were there on that beach in Costa Rica yes. a little over <laughs> nine years ago. <laughs> about yes. nine years ago. Uh, and, 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 uh, and Jeff, your husband, was the one who united us. Yes. Uh, and they and never invited us back to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to make them take us back to Costa Rica? <laughs> <laughs> By way of just us, I mean, we, 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 we love to travel. We, we consider ourselves world citizens. Uh, I'm an old, an old as, me, as an O-L-E, uh, Navy veteran. Um, as Brenda said, I, I'm an author of a book, Daring to Go Beyond Your Dreams. Mm -hmm. um, Career-wise, senior principal liaison uh, consultant for the African Combatant Command. Uh, for operations and and on the on the African continent, um, and you. Me, I am um, a senior um, aerospace principal engineer. Yes. Um, I have my undergrad um, in mechanical engineering from the illustrious North Carolina A and T State University, um, and then I got my master's degree in aerospace engineering. So I've been working in this field. Wow. Um, unbelievably over over 20 years now wow um and supporting and in, in the in, intel community supporting a, a number of our um intelligence agencies um on top of that uh, i am i am a native new yorker i'm from the bronx um, <laughs> born and raised um and like Dennis said just really love to travel have been have been doing that most of my life i've lived in different places um mm -hmm. as i've been growing up and then going off to college and then having internships and just living in different areas and i and i just i really love doing that i love having that experience um so and then of course married to this this um this young man <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I always tease Dennis. I said he married up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never given you any pushback on that one. <laughs> so, look, from a business perspective, uh, Nicole and I own uh, D2 Ventures. We started that in 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, D2 Ventures is a multifaceted, uh, mainly management and consulting company. Uh, under that umbrella, we have D2 Franchise. Mm -hmm. which uh, holds uh, two uh, tropical smoothie cafes. We're building the third. Uh, we just finished the lease agreement with that, and we, we're, we're getting, getting ready to build the third. Congratulations. Uh, holds, yes. uh, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, under D2 Ventures is also D2 Communications. That's where my voiceover um, holds, uh, mm -hmm. is held. So we have the voiceover there that's developing out. Um, D2 Hospitality, uh, that's the placeholder for uh, future uh, integration of a hotel into the concept mm. and D2 real estate where we have real estate holdings and we manage uh, real estate uh, from the franchise perspective um, tropical smoothie like I said we have three or uh, standing up three the goal is five uh, is 25 uh -oh. of those uh, as we develop out that strategy uh, we are humbled and, and proud that over the last few years uh, we've been featured in entrepreneurial magazines and um, small business magazines 
Uh, Nicole uh, was nominated for the March of Dimes Women in Technology. Yes, I remember that. The Washington yes. metro area. Uh, she sits on the DC co-op for Tropical Smoothie. They are the deciding board for finances and mm. strategy and, and things of such. Uh, I am the um, chairman of the Tropical Franchise <laughs> Council for Thanks. all of well, Tropical you see food. what I'm saying, right? right? The list goes on. So, so that, that's what I have for us. That, that's, I, I hope that captures that first question. Oh, no. So, audience, you see what we're saying. I told you they were accomplished, right? Powerhouses in them, themselves. So thank you all for that uh, introduction. So that is quite encouraging to, you know, those of us who have small businesses and careers and just maintaining that ability to keep it together. Uh, especially during this time of COVID-19. So let's just get right into the questions. So what are you passionate about? I, we can already tell business, we can already tell <laughs> pouring back into the community because of what you do. Mm. And we heard sprinklings of that, you know, in your introduction. So tell us something else. What are you too passionate about? Nick, I know you all spend a lot of time with, uh, you know, kids and giving to different charities. So talk to us about that a bit. Yeah, um, my passion is really, it's basically mentoring. Um, mm -hmm. It took me mm -hmm. a while to really pinpoint what it was that I was passionate about. And I really had to think about it. It was, it was kind of during, during, um, during work when I realized that I wasn't getting as much of a fulfillment in my job Mm -hmm. on the technical side. Um, there was a time, you know, from the, from the technical side of things and the work that I was doing and with design and testing um, um, within the aerospace world that, you know, I really enjoyed that. But when I became a manager and I was a part of development and, and, and watching somebody go from A to B and knowing that I was a part of that, um, I really enjoyed that. And again, um, when when that when technical when the technical side of my job started to take over the management side, I noticed that I didn't really enjoy my job as much, and I was yes. trying to figure out what it was. Um, so when I look back and from from high school um, and just volunteering at um, one of the local hospitals in the Bronx for an AIDS program that I used to be, I used to be a caregiver of of, um, of folks that were going in in a support group. They were HIV positive, but they were also recovering drug addicts. And so they would have a, a week meeting and I would watch their kids while they were having this meeting. But doing work like that, um, being a tutor um, constantly, I mean, it didn't matter what it was, whether I was part of an organization, if I did yes. something on my own, um, or if somebody was asking me, my hairdresser was saying their son needed some help with math and I would go <laughs> and, and, and tutor them twice a week. But I noticed that throughout my life, there was always some sort of mentoring um, being a part of a mentoring program and watching somebody go from A to B. And that was, yes. that's when I realized that's your passion. You love to mentor. You really love to watch someone um, progress and be a part of that. And so that's, that's, that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Brenda. Uh -huh. I was going to say that, yes, Roy started a mentorship in our discipleship. So that's something that she's very um, passionate mm -hmm. about as well. So we have, you know, some commonalities here. She's really good about that and very uh, powerful. Yeah, yeah, man, she has the right spirit for that too. Yes. Right <laughs> <spirit>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, you remember when we crashed your party over there in Italy and we went, or in um, Italy and we went, or uh, um, in London. London. And we went to see Hamilton. 
Yeah. And the matter of fact, the, the pastor was just preaching about this in the room where it happened. All right. And, and so he just gave a really good sermon about that as he's navigating Joe. And he pulled from Hamilton and in that part of Hamilton where it said that you need to be in the room where it all happened. Yes, right? yes. You know, so I, I would say to you that from a passion perspective that 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 um, if God blesses you as he's blessed us, uh, you pretty much better find something right. uh, to 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 navigate through how to give back. Mm -hmm. Right. That's and, right. And, and I believe that that's something when we sit back in this room. And we're looking at the different charities and the different things to get involved in. Man, there's so much need out there. Yes, yes. And so when when God puts his finger on on you and says, look, I'm going to bless you or I've blessed you in such a way. And even when I don't, right? <laughs> there, there is, I didn't give you whatever I've given you just for you, right? And so right. when you ask about our passion, I, I believe that from mentoring, and just looking at ways like you guys are doing now to be relevant. And, mm. and I think that's very important to us. And relevant for us is defined as our ability to give back mm, where that. the need is. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that. Yes. That's, that, that's awesome. I love it that is. definition. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because Dennis, you're right. The Bible said to whom much is given, much is required. We've been given much, so we have to give much. But I love, what I lo so love about what the two of you have said, it's not just money. Yes. You're your time, you're giving your talent, and you're giving your heart. Mm -hmm. Because some of us, all we want to do is write that check, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. You're, your hearts are passionate about giving, serving, because it's really been about being servants. Jesus was a servant. Mm -hmm. You all are servants. And that's what Roy and I really believe in is being a servant. Mm -hmm. And so you all are serving, and we know that you give a lot of money, because mm -hmm. I know you both very well. But the thing that sticks out most to me and so important is the caring, the love, the compassion, and the giving, like Nick says, to I couldn't even uh, tutor Matthew right now. You know, he's 14 <laughs> years old. I'm sorry, Matthew, I can't help you. Nona can't help you. But yeah. Nick's a smart girl, you know. I mean, she's a smart woman. And so, but again, that level of giving back, it just means so much to parents. Like she said, she was, while they were going to their therapy treatment, she was there watching the kids, tutoring the kids. That's powerful. Nice. Very powerful. Yeah. Very yeah. powerful. I, I, I do believe I just piggyback off of that for a really good second is that um, if, you know, from one of our prayers in the beginning when we started down this path of entrepreneurship, uh, Roy, was that uh, God allows us to get in a pocket with our business that we might have the time yeah and give back right yes. so that it it creates a space to where that nine to five hustle bustle of a job gives way to our freedom and autonomy to start doing good to start, just start mm -hmm. giving back and mm -hmm. do some of those things like nicole said that she's passionate about yes because you know that her passion is not just as you say right in the chat i think one of the things that make her itchy is that she wants to be involved and engaged, yeah. right? Well, it's not compromising. She won't compromise on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Roy, you had something? Yeah, I was just going to say, and I don't know you as well as Brenda, obviously, but I've been around you some and you've seen everything. I didn't know you were as accomplished as, like you said, as you are. Oh, that's kind. You're me. <laughs> you, Nick, you. With such grace and humility. Yeah. I, and, I, and, I, I, hey, can y'all adopt me? <laughs> hey, let's switch. You adopt us first. <laughs> yeah. I told you, Nick is the smartest woman in the room. I don't even talk business with her. <laughs> I barely talk to her, Brenda. <laughs> I can sit and listen to the two of y'all. I love everything you say. You're so inspiring. Well, one so, of the, uh, I think one of the things about us. Like, I'm sitting here like with my spoon, just like kind of eating. You're kind. <laughs> I, think, I think one of the things about us is that um, everybody always says your role. Who, who plays what role? And I have always been the type of person that was in the background, and I like that. I'm fine yes. with that. Um, kind of, you know, doing that busy work, getting you getting the hands dirty and stuff like that. And Dennis is more um, in that in that in the forefront. And so when you have two personalities that join like that, then there's not a lot of that conflict. You already eliminate a lot of that conflict. And I don't mind. Yes. Background doing a lot of the things behind the scenes. And 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 you're right. A lot of people won't know. I I I will very rarely say um, anything about um, anything that I'm. I'm yes. Yeah. What I what I what I accomplished yes yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> but it, speak, it speaks for itself and you stand your own because when i see you and dennis i see you side by side yes yes, yes. and that's the beauty of it y'all know yeah. how to weave that y'all know how to weave that very well oh yeah oh, thank oh, you yeah yeah, thank you. yeah. so <clears throat> let's move on what has been the biggest challenge in your marriage your career your business parenting could be all could be one so Tell us what has been the biggest challenge, and you see, I will take the I'll the parenting. Okay, do that one. Okay, so um, blended family. Mm -hmm. um, Dennis, three children. Me, I didn't have any. And when we got married, um, the kids were Shana was twenty one, um, sixteen, and Ashley was ten. Mm -hmm. And so I'm coming into a household from living on my own um, by myself for for my adult life. Yes. Only child yeah. as well as my right, only child. Um, and then coming into a, an immediate family. Yes. And I think that for us, the challenges of that was not what most people think. Everybody thinks of blended families and stepmom and things of that nature. And, and there's, there's the obvious um, challenges that might come with that. But we didn't really experience the, the typical stepmom um, challenge. Mm -hmm. I think if anything, the challenges that we experienced was that um, we probably would parent in a different way. Yes. Now, not that I have parented, but I've had my cousins and, I've, and I always relate to how I was parented. And so um, that's that's what I would always fall back on. And when I look at it, I didn't I didn't really see anything that was wrong, especially mm -hmm. in my adulthood. That was wrong with how my my parents parented me, with my mom and my dad and the balance that they had. And so there might be some opinions that that I may have in ways that I might see how Dennis was parenting, <clears throat> um, and how I would do something different. 
Um, I think they always think that the, 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 the man, the father is the, is the hard, stern one and the, and the mom <laughs> off and cuddly. Yeah, it was, the, it was, it was probably yeah. opposite. I was probably more like, you know, yes. more of a stern. And Dennis was more the listener and, 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 and trying to, he would go about things and as far as a discussion. He would be very much into, you know, let's have a conversation. Whereas how I was brought up, there's no conversation. This is what it is. Yeah, it's supposed to be done, you know, because you are the child in the household. So I think that was probably um, one of our bigger challenges was just how to parent. Very good. Yeah, and I, I would say, you know, so in, in the vein of keeping real, and I hope you're, I hope, I hope you're listening, audience. Don't mind us keeping it real, no. right? So, no. you know, so because you know, it's real, right? Yes, it, it it's real, and uh, I, I would say that uh, Nicole did a, a masterful job of coming in. So where she yes, said she was a stern is. one, what that was, was she brought it to me. Mm -hmm. All right. And, 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 and then have the expectation that I would, uh, we would number one, that we would navigate and align and where we were in alignment that I would execute it. Right. Yes. And, and so though she says behind the scenes, she really means that, right. She brought it directly to me and says, look, here's the deal. Because in, in the very beginning, we had to lay this down. And I says, look, this right here, this is the matriarch. This, yeah, this, this, this is the woman of the house, right? right. <laughs> you know, so outside of God, they're, they're no, no more important in this household. And That's right, yes. That, right? And, and so our ebbs and flows came with just that. I had all these years of parenting, single parent, and I had to take on both of the roles. And so when she came along, the hardest thing was shifting. Yes. Back to being a dad instead of just being mom and dad. Yes. Because right? they, they, like, they, had, they had you like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You need a couple more arms to wrap on that one. Really. Right. <laughs> so that, that was a challenge, right? And so, um, Especially so, Shana. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You hit that right on the head. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and, and so, you know, so the... The hardest thing for me was getting out of this being straight dad and trying to be mm -hmm. mom dad and then shifting back to some semblance of being dad, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> so that, that, that was a challenge. From a business perspective, um, I think that we still, we, we still, I think if any, if any of the audience, if anyone is in a husband, wife business situation, I believe that, uh, our challenge is, unlike, is, is not unlike others, is that we have to ensure we understand the roles. Yes. We have to ensure we understand the roles and <laughs> the expectations in those roles. Yes, yes. We face the most challenges when there's an expectation of me in my role and she don't feel that I'm fulfilling it or executing right, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the roles and it's understanding the work ethic of both, right? We understand that, yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and so- and that's key, yeah. Yeah, I, we're running I, the I challenges know. if you mm -hmm. don't understand. If I don't understand how she works, <laughs> yeah. right? if she don't understand how I work, then there's gonna be conflict, and yeah. we run into those conflicts, and we run into the con and, and the challenges of roles. And sometimes you don't understand and you just, you don't agree. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. right, yeah. So, 
it's, yeah. it's, it's staying in our lanes. I yeah. think that's probably our biggest challenge is that sometimes we will cross into the other person's lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can understand that because I was even telling, you know, Roy and, and her husband, you know, Herb owns a business as well. And so when Herb and our company w- was growing and we had to delegate work, you know, to Jeff and to others in his company, Herb and I kind of felt like, well, hey, that's our job. You know, so I do understand that, that, you know, in a husband and wife business situation, you know, uh, like I told Roy, Jeff's taking over my job. That's my job. (laughs) And she said, Bree, look at it like he's helping you, you know, and so it is, we have to stay in our respective roles, but we also have to understand when those roles have become too big Mm -hmm. and God sends us helpmates or, you know, right. as we're hiring employees, in Herb's case, then we hire employees to take on some of the load. Right. But, but it is, it's a paradigm shift because yeah. we're not losing anything. We're right. gaining, but it can feel like a loss. Oh, right. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I told Jeff, I'm sorry, let me say this one. I told Jeff, I, I don't know what my role is. He said, well, your role hasn't changed. Go <laughs> 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 ahead, <Right>, Roy. <laughs> Well, I, I think we talked about this when we did the initial uh, interview with you guys, but um, even as you're talking now, um, we evolve. Relationships evolve. Yes, I like that. evolve. And I think we have to be, you know, able and willing to go with the flow of that evolution. <laughs> yeah. Because nothing is going to stay the same. Nothing right. stays the same in nature. God, God is the same, but nothing right. that He's about stays the same. It's always right. about moving forward and that evolution. Right. And so, Absolutely. to be able to, to navigate those waters right. with yeah. grace and skill right. is a blessing. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that, like that. That, that is so relevant in that uh, the 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 beauty and the challenge of evolving is if you don't keep a good finger on the pulse of the person next to you. Mm-hmm. They can be evolving or paradigms can be shifting. And yes. instead of doing it together, you're doing, you're now apart. Right. Yeah. If you yeah. don't keep a finger on the pulse of, yes. of, of, of just that fact, right? That, that, that things are evolving, mm-hmm. business is growing, That's relationships right. evolving. And very well, if I look across five years from now, I can look across and, don't, and, and not recognize. That's right. Because she has evolved, paradigms have shifted, and I don't reckon, I have to keep my finger on the pulse of who we are, right? In order, in order to recognize the shifts and the changes, right? Does that make sense? It does. And, and Dennis, that is so relevant to what's going on now. As we've been talking, Roy and I have been talking, we've been listening at the news. And so what's happening as couples are having to telework or as husbands or wives, whoever was in the workforce are now home guess what? They don't like each other. <laughs> so they're finding out. Yeah. Like my yeah, husband, I don't real. like my wife. I don't like my kids. I don't like my that's dog. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so that is so, uh, that's so important. Like mm-hmm. you said, Roy was talking about, we evolve together. We get to know each other. So as we're journeying with each other, we're getting to know these different nuances about yeah. each other. Yeah. And that's so important. Yeah. Because when we, um, we were, I was laughing with another friend of ours because Jeff told me, he says, I never knew you had such a sense of humor. <laughs> All I do is laugh, but he said he never knew. Because <laughs> I've, hey, I've been telling jokes and that's what Roy said. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be a jokester now. <laughs> 
Okay, so um, we talked about the challenge and as we were discussing this initially, was there any fear or anxiety um, as you were going through that, that challenge? And number two, how did your relationship with God come into play? So that's a two part. We just discussed your challenge in life, the biggest challenge in your career, your marriage, your business. So how did that affect your relationship? And we've heard bits and pieces of that, but I want you all to tie it together. And then how did your relationship with God, how did you have to glean on that relationship with God? Or was it already strong? Or did it have to now, did you have to take a look, a good look and say, God, you know what? Hey, I had a mustard seed of faith, but now, you know, this is requiring me to really have to grow. Like Roy said, there's an evolution. There's an evolution of our faith. So talk to us about that. How did your challenge affect your relationship with each other? And then where was God? How did God come into play? Did that faith grow? Did it wane or did it do both? <laughs> did faith and fear coexist at the same time? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for the for the sounds <clears throat> of the parenting, um, fear was I think I, I think I actually said this to you in, in one of our in one of our discussions um years ago was I I I didn't want to feel like I was fighting with him mm -hmm. about how he was raising or how he might deal with a situation with one of the kids. Um, and so from, from that uh, step-parent point of view, if I feel like, um, I think the, the situation might have been, um, I think it was a punishment or something like that. I think it was, it was um, you know, the grades weren't great or whatever, and the mm -hmm. punishment, whatever the punishment was. I came from the old school of, if it took you a semester or a quarter <laughs> to get that grade, then your punishment to get until that grade comes back up is is the quarter. Yes. Um, and so, but Dennis didn't have that that same opinion, and I kind of felt like at some point it was it was starting to be like a fight. And I remember saying, "I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you about how, I, you know, I'm thinking this way, mm -hmm. and you're thinking that way." Raise that child, yeah. yeah. Right. So I think with, when, when, I, when I saw that and I realized that, um, I had to get to a point and definitely um, had to pray about it, but get to a point to say, I give my opinion um, and it is okay if Dennis takes it or he doesn't take it. Mm -hmm. It's okay. But what I don't want to do is not say anything. Yeah. So, if, mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't want to see a result <laughs> Um, if I have the result in my head of what might happen and it does happen, then I would feel worse to say that I didn't even say anything. I so agree. Yeah. I have like to be expressing myself, the why, and he'll either take it or, or he won't, but I have to be okay with that. And so that's, that's kind of how I'm um, dealing with that challenge. And again, it, it, it is, it is, it is, it is okay. Let me, let me step back and I, I'll have my, my prayer or my conversation with God to say, okay, this, this is this is what I'm experiencing, you know. And I literally will say that. What do you think? Um, am I am I going about it the right way? You know, how how should I feel about it? And it, it gets it gets settled um, internally mm -hmm. with that for me. 
Yeah, I, I think, um, Brenda Roy, that uh, you experienced, uh, we experienced those kinds of parenting challenges, whether it's a blended family mm-hmm. or not, right? I think there are, you know, we didn't, we didn't get raised, we, we weren't all raised in the same household. And so we do have different approaches. And I, I believe that that is a challenge, but I would say that if there's any, anyone in the audience or anyone uh, in your viewing party uh, that's in a blended family, uh, you're just beginning. I, I think that that is a fantastic approach. The, the lines of communication must be open between the two. Uh, and everyone must be comfortable and without fear and without reservation to speak and ensure that you're speaking from a place that's not designed to hurt, but is designed uh, to, to progress whatever the situation is, right? Right. Well, it's not just in blended families because Jeff and I had two very different styles of parenting as probably Roy and Herb did as well. Um, You know, I was the more stricter uh, disciplinarian for the kids, but they had both parents wrapped around their finger, didn't need a lot of discipline. But um, there were times when we did disagree. I believe in, you know, sending a kid to the corner and Jeff would say, you know, hey, you're grounded for 30 days. Well, I thought that was too harsh, you know, because when I wanted to go to the mall, I wanted the kids to go with me, you know. But again, it did, it did, you know, it did raise some conflict because we had to learn that those little crumb snatchers were playing games. Like, you know, he would say, go ask your mother. And then I would say, go ask your father. So see, they were playing us both, you know? And so we had to really just sit down one day and say, we've got to come together because we're both being used. And they've learned, they're learning how to manipulate. Mm-hmm. And so what you all are saying is just not for blended families. This is something that even, you know, um, what, do, what do you call it? I guess both parents, you know, in the same house mm-hmm. always, you know, right. we, we go through the same thing. So that's wisdom. Mm. But you all were able to figure that out because we were, we were both here with the kids all their life and we had to figure it out. Right, right. <laughs> and we were being played. Right, Roy? <laughs> right. But yeah. the, the, the major difference is that when you're, if you're, if you're the step parent coming in, you don't feel you have that um, authority. I understand. Right? Yeah. So you, you're having to see something um, try to address it, but address it in such a way where you're not crossing any lines. Yes. Um, but but also being and, and being respectful. So it's it's that's that's kind of where you and you you and Jeff, both of you guys, um, you know, both of you guys had nothing holding you back from how you want to address yes. your house. Um, I I definitely whether and it's nothing that Dennis instilled in me, but that's just a, it's just for me a natural thing of. Mm, I, I don't I don't feel comfortable in in, yeah. in saying something directly. Yeah, well, it's almost that, like a boundary. It's almost like yes. you, you know you didn't want to cross over a boundary, right? Uh, a visual boundary across uh, a line. So you know, this is what you, you know as you're talking. It kind of sounds like it's not what you're saying, but that's kind of what what you are saying. Yeah. Right. It, right. You know boundaries. Right. But it sounds yeah. like yeah, and it sounds like God's wisdom and discernment came into play here, though. Because you were discerning that, hey, I've got to speak up. And Mm -hmm. he used God's wisdom. And then as well, Dennis was able to glean on his godly wisdom and discernment to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, Nick's new to this game with me, but she has some Mm -hmm. good, powerful stuff to say. So I could see how God really walked you all through that very sensitive 
you know, um, place and season. That's a very sensitive, you know, when you're oh, coming sure in. Yeah, yeah. Sure Go ahead, is. Dennis. Go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, so we, you know, so to the crest of your, uh, to the heart of your question with regards to fear and anxiety, I believe whether it was relationship, business, or uh, what was the third one? Is it family? Uh, mm -hmm. Relationship, business, uh, Marriage, or parenting, career. Yeah. You know, your career, no matter what the challenges were for us up to, up to date, as for me, uh, it was void of the fear. It was void of fear. It was void of anxiety. Now, with that being said, there were frustrations, right? <laughs> yeah. there, there, were, there, there, yeah. there was anger uh, at times. Um, and, and so those existed. But I believe, and I think we'll get to it here in a few more of your questions as to why, there was no fear for me. There was no fear that my wife was going to walk out the door. There was, no, there, was no fear, there was no anxiety about what was us. Uh, you know, so we haven't yeah. had to necessarily experience that but again but there was the frustration yes some of the frustrations led into the anger of it all right mm -hmm. uh, and and, and the, sometimes the helplessness of it all so, yeah. so those existed and they were real yeah as it relates to god and again i think we're going to get into this get in get into this but when you establish god as like that head and i mean unadulterated head right mm -hmm. <laughs> not me but just the head of your household, for both of us, it was important to make sure that that stayed there because that was like that, um, what do you call it? the lighthouse? There was always something to come back to. Yes, that's right. Right? And, and that's what God was for us and continue to be for us. It's that center because if I am to keep, if, if, if we are to keep anger, we to keep frustration and all that, that means that I have to step over God. That means she right. has to step over God, right? Yes. Said, we're going to get into alignment later, I think, in one of your questions. But I believe that 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 is the role God played uh, so central to our challenges, right? Very good. Very good. Well, let's move on then to COVID because we are going to touch and I want you all to spend some time at uh, a couple of the questions. So how has COVID-19 affected your life, your business, um, or your family during this time? Because mm -hmm. Roy and I, we kind of had to do something a little bit differently with our families, pulling them in a little bit closer. Um, so how have you, how has COVID affected the Drake's household? <laughs> Number one, we got two hard heads living back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you, you, you have two of your uh, older children living with you. Yeah, the, uh, the college age uh, dude, uh, they shut school down. Yeah. So he didn't yeah. have to come back early and now he's staying for a moment. And my eldest son who was in Philly, uh, they released everyone from their jobs up there when they shut yeah. down. Yeah. And so now he's here. And, and so obviously uh, it's a changed environment where we thought we yes. just moved into this nice home and we're going to get to enjoy walking With around. With an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> no, house with an elevator, mind you. 
I, I just wanted to say this right quick, and then Dennis, go ahead. But you're yeah. talking about the dynamics with your two children yeah. coming back. Mm. Uh, you know, when you go walking, you kind of look at the houses, and then yeah. I look at the, the cars that are parked in the driveway. That's right. So it's very obvious, you know, now that there are like multi- yeah. My family again because yes. you'll see like you know the standard two but then there's like a couple extra two or three extra cars too and it's because like you said the kids yeah are, yes. or whatever back home but it, that whole dynamic just really stands out to me when I go walking because you see so many more cars parked in the in a driveway in a, in a standard house that's oh, right. yeah. <laughs> normally <wouldn't. laughs> yeah yeah and and the, the freedoms that we went to enjoy just moving into the home as, as a couple and we were doing some levels of um, different levels of, of growing together and so forth. And, and, and now we have to take that dynamic in. But I think as I give it over to Nicole, I think one of the biggest things for me that COVID has, has modified is it makes me ask questions differently. Mm, right. It, it, it makes me ask, you know, um, uh, Friedman, one of the bigger economists uh, in the world, wrote the book Freakonomics. Mm -hmm. And in Freakonomics, uh, he said that, you know, in order to drive at answers, sometimes we have to ask the questions differently. That's right. Right. If we want to get to true answers. And, and so I think that as, as the four of us spoke not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, what I mean by that is instead of asking why COVID, I'm asking what should we as a family, uh, me as a minister, as a man, as a father, uh, what should we be getting out of this time? Right. And, and so it really made me sit back and ask that question. I love that. Uh, with regard, and, and, and again, look at things differently, but ask questions differently to drive that, to drive that answers, right? Mm, that's beautiful. Nick? Um, for me, well, it's two parts. One is an appreciation. Um, we are, God continues to just show how, you know, just his blessings. And um, during this time, both of us are able to still work our jobs. Um, we're still able to, like like you said earlier, Brenda, have our cafes open. Mm -hmm. did, 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 did our business go down about 50%? Absolutely. Um, yes. We have all these big plans for 2020 and what yeah. we had in place and what we were going to do. Absolutely. Um, but even though those might not come into fruition, we are still able to stay open. We mm -hmm. are still able to provide a salary for those employees that this is what they live off. That's a blessing. And that's a huge blessing in this environment. So in staying, being able to do that and to maintain our own jobs um, and still work, is a huge blessing. So a huge appreciation comes from me going through this time. Um, the other part in regards to the kids, they have two, two might be here, but um, one is not. And I expressed this to her. She's still down in Norfolk. She's mm -hmm. working. She's been able to maintain her job. Um, she's working from home. And I had to um, call her one day and tell her, hey, not you know, not sure if you noticed it. But she just and she just moved to her apartment too. Like the the week <laughs> everything was happening, she had just oh, moved into her apartment. Yeah. Her, and this is her this is her first apartment, and it's, and it's all her, just her. And so I called her, um, and Dennis doesn't even know this unless she told you. And I told her, hey, gotta let you know, extremely proud of you oh, because you are going yeah. through this, and you are still maintaining. You are, and you are 
maintaining on your own. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. huge. And I told yeah. her that, so at this moment, right now, please know that your dad does not have to worry about you. This is what this, this whole thing of, of everything that's happening, I did want to like call her and give her that nugget. Yeah. Yes. She's able to be on her own and still, and still maintain that she's okay and let her know I love that if, yeah. she has, if she hasn't recognized that, just make sure that she recognizes that. Um, oh, I love not that. Case for everybody. And yeah. she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm like, yeah. So yeah. that's, that's another, that was another, that's another thing that kind of came out of this is, and hopefully you're seeing mm -hmm. that she's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Nick, that's so important because as you know, Roy and I have been doing the podcast during this COVID season. That's what we, we've been telling people, encourage each other, mm -hmm. you know, just reach out and give that extra, um, you know, level of encouragement support. Right. So not only did you encourage her, but you told her, Hey, I'm proud of you. I believe in you. So you're her champion. You're championing her to continue on in this hard season. And for a young lady to step out there on faith by herself, boy, that's no small feat. Right. Because a lot of adults are afraid. And you're talking about a young lady that's doing this on her own. Right. But again, mm -hmm. it speaks to the level of parenting, you know, mm -hmm. that she's had as well. <clears throat> so let's move on because we really want you all to cover these last two questions. How do you stay in alignment with God and each other? And that could be um, covering COVID as well, or just in general. So, you know, just tell us, how do you do that? Because that's tough sometimes in the busy lives that we all lead. We have church, we have husbands, we have children, we have ministries. How do you keep it together with God, first of all, and then with each other? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll jump in and, and Nicola, Nicola take it home here. And, I, you know, I'm, I was jumping at the bits to really try to... Um, uh, to, to not try to answer this, but, but, to, but to share something that God has blessed us with. I believe that all of the questions and everything on all of the great questions in which you guys have asked us to be summed up in this. When we started, when we started down our path of relationship and our path of business, we started with the end in mind, mm -hmm. right? What is it that we want to achieve together? What is it that we need from each other? How is it that, you know, and, and that was everything. That was finance. Mm -hmm. That was family. That was God. That was everything. From the very beginning, when we first started, we had those very challenging communication pods to where we called them gut checks. And we <laughs> talked to a nauseam with regards to what should that look like? It's just like when Paul says, look, I haven't achieved any of this yet, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and, and so, and he, and, and, and he also said, look, I don't want to be in the, at the end caught clinging to my own righteousness. Right? <laughs> so he was thinking about the end. Yes. And so when we started with the end in mind, that allowed us to build a construct uh, whereby we both can come in alignment and keep, and keep each other accountable. Mm -hmm. From the very beginning, we built a financial and strategy construct that says that every year we're going to meet on the Drake family strategy and finances, investment, and business. Mm -hmm. Two-day retreat, and we knock it down, and we go through ad nauseum, because in the beginning, that's what we aligned on, right? We said, this is what we, right. this is what we need. 
from a spiritual perspective, we said, this is what we need. I need you pushing me and, you, and, and, and I pushing her. And, and, and so when it comes down to COVID or any other challenges, look, we've already aligned on this. Now you have permission to keep me accountable. Yes. And, and I have permission to keep you. Look, we aligned on this, mm -hmm. right? And, and so even if we have to pull the documents to know yeah. we should be hiding this because yeah. we aligned on it. You know, and that's so important. It's so interesting that you said that because I've been reading, um, you know, of course, like you, the economy, I read so many different books. And that's what they're saying is, but though the people that have prepared, you know, COVID shouldn't come as a surprise for how we manage marriage life and so forth. Not saying that this, you know, this is not shaking us sure, up. Absolutely. absolutely. But as you're preparing life, you kind of expect the unexpected. Absolutely. I, just, I didn't really think about that, but you're saying the exact same thing that I read, you know, even with your finances, you kind of built in a little cushion, you know, you're going to have to bleed a little bit, but you <laughs> kind of plan that in there. And it's, it's really saying the same thing. I thought, wow, I never thought about that, but I guess that's what we do. Yeah. Cause we get, we got, we get shaken just like everyone yeah. else do. Right. But I think, you know, Roy, it is so much better when you have something that 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 you that you have to come back to as far as alignment goes i i can't imagine not having any strategy right or any foundation because that strategy that we aligned around and we prayed upon became our foundation and so one of the things one of the other bigger lessons i think we learned out of this is that that foundation is important <laughs> yeah. the time that we stopped doing those foundational things yeah. that we rallied around, that's where we ran into our biggest conflict. Yeah, right? Ron, I have talked about that. When you stop doing what was working, then you wonder why I'm here. Right, Ron? We've talked about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> because guess what? That's what you fight for, right? Yeah. That's what you fight for. Yeah. And, and Nicole and I was just talking about that as we um, had some discussions with uh, a couple of friends that are going through some some issues of life. And, and, and one of the things that we get out of that is that, man, you got to be in the fight. That's but right. you got to know what you're fight. fighting for. Yeah. You yeah. got to know what you're fighting for. If you don't have those foundational principles, that, that guiding post, mm -hmm. you're, you're fighting, an in, in my opinion, you're fighting an endless fight. That's right. But you have to know what you're fighting for. And what we fight for are the principles in which, you know, after much prayer and communication that we laid down in the beginning. She, she has every right to come to me and says, look, we're supposed to be doing a financial retreat. That financial retreat is gonna lay out how I'm gonna get my freaking closet built. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Let's get this done, right? Because it lays out our vacation. It lays out all that stuff. <laughs> and, and she has every right to hold me accountable. And if she don't see me in my prayer stance, or in, it, it, it's again, it's an alignment that took place. And I think that we were, we were tremendously fortunate and blessed uh, that we had the opportunity to do that in the very beginning, right? And, and, and that's- the very beginning. Yeah. And yeah. And, we, and I think, um, I mean, just, the, just alone the financial um, tag of the financial planning that we have, that we, and we made it into, such a thing where we get together at the end of the year, we go somewhere. Yeah. It's not, we're not going any place far. We would do um, local trips. So we would go to um, a hotel in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. or we went to some place in, in Delaware. It was all local, but it was outside of the house. And mm -hmm. it, it was, it was 
it was professional. Yeah. Um, but we realized that that started when we planned our wedding. I just found yeah. some of the wedding stuff that we did, and I was showing Della, look at this Excel spreadsheet with everybody's room and their yeah. cost, <laughs> you know, when they're going to fly in and all this. I mean, we really, when we did that, I think both of us saw, oh, we're going to be fine together because we know how <laughs> to design, and we know how to complete, we know how to meet. We saw the importance of that. And totally, when we don't do it, it's obvious. Yeah. Clash us. of the Titans, yeah. you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> so we have to, we will, we have to fight to make sure we get the time. We have our days yes. up. Hey, Dennis, it's Tuesday, it's nine o'clock. We haven't met yet. You know, it's like we have to really um, get that back because we know how it is in work. We do it at work. We don't miss, a, you know, 9 a.m. meeting. That's at right. We're there. Yes. We have to make sure that our own um, tag ups. We have to be in attendance and we have to be there. So things like that and being in alignment are key. Um, knowing that if he doesn't if he doesn't see something with me in my prayer life and, mm -hmm. and if he notices a change, then it has all freedoms to to call me on and say something. And he has. I think sometimes he's he's might be a little hesitant, but when he does, my reaction is not you know mind your business. I, I have my relationship with my guys. It's no, yeah. <laughs> no, it's oh wow. I you know what? You're right. I haven't. I haven't been. Or he, he calls it to my attention, and then we go into a conversation of why. Mm -hmm. and I, I realize something. So we can't have that fear. So we don't have that fear. If you have fear, then you're not going to be alive. That's right. And what I hear you saying too, um, this is the early P word, but the, you guys are very purposeful mm -hmm. to stay yeah. in alignment. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. That, that's good. You know the importance of it. Yeah. 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 And that's so important because, you know, it's, it's, it's two of us, you know, it's two of us in these relationships. And I don't care how healthy, how happy, how joyful I may be. Guess what? If Jeff's not, I'm not. Right. And that's, right. I think that's one thing that COVID has taught us as well, that I could be in the best mood. Mm. You know, I can just feel like, hey, I got everything going on, great and wonderful. But when Jeff comes down that stairs and I see his countenance falling, guess what? It affects everything about me. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, that you all, like you said, stay in alignment because we have to be purposeful. We have to practice that. Mm -hmm. And then we have to really put it in action. Yeah. 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 I mean, we yeah. do have to counterbalance each other because, you know, like sometimes when, I feel like I'm, I have uh, COVID claustrophobia, you know, I'll, he'll just say, hey, let's go for a walk, you know, because he's like, mama's about to cut food in here. <laughs> 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 his mama's about to cut food. <laughs> go ahead, Roy. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't going to say anything. Okay. Yeah, so I love that. So as we close, um, tell us with the hiccup, uh, Tony Evans call it a divine interruption hmm. of life. So in faith, we are looking at this post-COVID uh, season being over. What's in store for the Drake family? Hmm. What's in store? You've got your alignment. You talked about your passion. You talked about your challenges. You've talked about, in some instances, dreams being deferred for 2020 off the gate. 
I think we all thought that we were going to be galloping. I know we had a, a more aggressive pipeline. <laughs> yeah. This is retirement year for us. <laughs> and then Tony Evans said, divine interruption. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're looking in faith for a COVID, post-COVID. What's in mm -hmm. store for the Drakes? New closet with an elevator out here. What else? <laughs> I'm riding that elevator. I love that elevator. <laughs> so uh, what's, uh, what's in store? Yeah. You, you remind me every time you say that, that God has sincerely uh, blessed us over the years, right? Yes. Uh, because at, at any defining moment of our relationship, it could have gone completely different. Yes. And we, we recognize that we're home. I like that. I, I, I will say to you that post-COVID for this family, we it's a race now, right? Mm -hmm. Because going in, it was like, how long will this last? Yes. Now it is, you know what? I need, we need to be in position when it's over, right? That means you, something about me, something about her, something about us needs to be better. Mm -hmm. It's something about us, it, whether it's more time with God, whatever it is that we're praying to God, show me what it is that we need yes. to be doing at this time. When we get through, what we don't want is to look back and say, we should have done this during this time, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> we did a whole lot of asking before this, God, we need more time to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. Guess what we have, right? Yes. And, but, 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 Roy, Brenda, you know, at the end of the day, when all said and done, uh, however God leads us, because we're going we're gonna to turn it over to him to, to lead us. We have our, our plans that we've given to him and said, look, mm -hmm. yep, we want 25 cafes. We want a hotel. We want voice. So we want all these things to be going in, in a direction. But I think at the end of the day, uh, the Drake household need to be in even better position and in line with God than we were when we went in. That, 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 that's what it is for us. I think that we all believe that both of us believe that when I looked around, I was just telling my son the other day, just really quickly, uh, but just telling Devin, my older son, I says, look, uh, while I'm going through this, there's some habits. I, I, I that's some, that's some better habits I want, right? Yes. Oh, I want to be able to get up at this time, get my meditation, prayer and study going on get a workout in and then be, be ready to start my day. But instead what I'm doing is I hit the snooze on the clock because I have time, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's be honest. And I get up later, my day starts late. But I said to him, I need to be able to honor God with that first foot out of the bed early, all right? And so uh, better habits, right? We just need to be Right. Yeah, no, same, same thing. I mean, um, I mean, I, my schedule is, and Dennis, Dennis, um, gets the telework. So he's he's at home working. I work one week. Uh, I go into the office, and one week I'm off. And um, I, I, I'm like, you know, when are you gonna, when are you ever gonna have this type of schedule again? Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. You're still getting paid. <laughs> right, right. What are you doing with the time? Yes. Like the day goes by fast, but. I'm, I, I can honestly say I'm not taking full advantage of changing certain habits. Um, and I've been on this schedule for a month and had, and have had what, two, two weeks, four weeks of just, you know, not, not having to work, but what has changed? Mm -hmm. I, I'm still not, I'm not getting up the way I'm supposed to. Uh, I'm not my, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing 
the things that I said, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I haven't done it. And so um, I have to figure out why, why am I not doing it? Where's the motivation? Mm -hmm. um, Where's that drive? Um, what are you doing with your time? So yeah, it's, you don't want to come out of this the same, same way you went in. That's right. If you did get, a, if you have a situation like our situation, and you didn't even change those minor habits, whew, yeah, that's, that's going to come back. And we, we, don't, we don't know what it feels like when yeah. it gets, to get spanked because we didn't listen. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah we want to get that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, so look, guys, we our business was able to stay open. We didn't have to let go any employees. That's a blessing. We have groceries on the table. And yes. uh, we, we, we still live, you know, uh, uh, by all measures, a good life uh, while this right. going on. And so I believe it is robbery if we don't take advantage. I believe it's complete robbery if we don't take advantage of this time. And so between now and post-COVID, I would say to you, I, I think it is, it, it is a race and it is a fight to ensure that we're going to get as much as we can get uh, from this time That's right. uh, as, as God lays it out for us. But I think the prayer needs to be there, right? God, yeah. what is it that you need for right. us to get from this time? But we are completely missing. Yeah. We'll be getting all the wrong things, right? Yes, <laughs> and we're going to repeat yeah, yeah exactly. But I'm, exactly. I'm sure it's not God's plan for me to get caught up on and, and binge watch on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I've been enjoying that now. <laughs> yeah. like, no, look, no, I'm telling you, you all wouldn't believe how many books I've added to this dang bookshelf. I've been reading like crazy. You know, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We certainly thank you too for your um your transparency. You know, we're finishing up our series on transparency. And so Roy and I really thank you. We're going to have to have you all back. This has been amazing. Roy, do you have anything to add? I just want to ask you, uh, and I'm not trying to be funny, but um, for your future, do you see yourself doing any kind of like inspirational speaking or anything like that? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Not the first person that asked that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's well, a. It's possible, right? Another yeah. Right. Another P word is possible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it in prayer. Yeah, yeah, keep it in prayer. So Nick, you just never know, you know, who really, who wants to hear from you, and and isn't that area kind of filled up? But I mean, if the if the the opportunity is laid out, and that's you know that's part of God's will, you know, we're not gonna say no. Mm -hmm. We just, I think, um, like I said, I I, I definitely have a big, um problem in seeing something that I've done um, mm -hmm. being you know inspirational you know mm -hmm. I, I just I, mm -hmm. I just always always have a had, had an issue um with actually seeing that um and so that's, that's always hard and I was always tell Dennis when, even when we were dating if you said you know tell me that mm -mm, I do better <laughs> with questions if you ask me a question and mm -hmm. I can I can answer it but I'm not good with the general 
you know, tell me, tell me this, or tell me what, what made you do this. I, 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 mm -hmm. I'm so much better with um, asking specifically yeah. what you want to know. And I well, I love the two of you guys together. I think there's I great chemistry, too. not only the, in the marriage, but I just think you have a way about you, um, you know, as you share and you connect. So I pay money to come see you. <laughs> <laughs> you are kind, Roy, you are kind. Hey, Roy, we're, we're getting a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, um, before Dennis closes us out in prayer, and we've talked about some of the challenges that um, families are having. And so we know that COVID has brought families together so give a word of encouragement for blended families, mothers, especially that are women like yourself that are walking into a blended family. Mm -hmm. So say an encouraging word or thoughts um, for that family, that mother that may be struggling, or even that father that's walking into, that stepfather, that stepmother right. that's walking into that blended family. How can you encourage them during this season of COVID-19? Communicate. Yeah, I love that. Communicate um, as as best that you can. Um, don't hold anything in. Um, you have to talk to your mate, um, and that means you're not talking to everybody else. You're not talking to your friends. You're not talking to your mama. You know, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna really understand and know your situation and what you're going through because it's, it's yours. The only other person that can, can, can relate in any type of way will be your spouse. So you have to be able to communicate with them what you're feeling, even if, even if you think it's irrational, even if you think it's petty, whatever it is, you have to be able to communicate it because it will be worse if you don't say anything. So during, and especially during COVID, when you are forced to be in the house with one another all day, every day, that's you right. Have to communicate. You have to have that time, and you have to be able to speak speak what's on your mind and what's on your heart. Yeah. And if anything, and you going um, say a prayer. Um, my prayer is always help me to be respectful um, in what I'm saying, but also help him to be open to what I'm saying. Oh, That's I love that. I love that. Okay, so Dennis, since you're the preacher in the house, can you leave us <laughs> in a short prayer? Take us on home with our word. A short prayer. Yeah, short, Dennis. You, must, you must know me. Jesus wept. And so. So look, uh, again, we, we greatly, sincerely appreciate you guys for what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, we sincerely believe that um, this is uh, a calling uh, for you guys. Uh, and and, and we, we, we believe that, again, it is relevant, uh, not just for COVID. It's pre-COVID, it's post-COVID, yes. because there's people dealing with real stuff. And uh, our prayer is that... Uh, you guys, the, the questions that were queued up, uh, any conversation that we had here uh, would add to relevancy uh, with regards to what you got, what you all are doing, and it doesn't take away, and that somebody might receive something, a nugget or something. Uh, uh, and, and because again, uh, what you're doing, what you guys are doing, it is relevant. 
there's a lot of garbage out there, yeah. right? It's a lot of garbage that feeds into where people are. But when you have something as positive, as relevant, as inspirational as what you guys are doing, uh, it, it, it's a different type of food yeah. for it to, to meet people where they are. And so we, we sincerely uh, uh, are humbled and thank you. Thank you all for inviting us. Likewise, thank you both for supporting us and being on the show. Absolutely. I will pray. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you. We again thank you for all mercy, all grace extended to us. Yes. We, we, we thank you for what you have done, what you are doing, and uh, what you, and we wait with great expectation with what you are about to do. Uh, dear Lord, we ask for your hand uh, and your arm, your arm to be continually wrapped around this podcast, wrapped around the host in which you've sat into their seat for this yes, season, Father. and that uh, all topics and all guests uh, in which you bring their way uh, will be relevant to the discussion of what you are trying to achieve and what you are achieving through them and for others. During this time of COVID-19, during this season of life, we ask, dear Lord, that you would open our hearts and our minds to receive what it is that you have to pour into us during this season. And as we navigate through it, dear Lord, as we look to see what's on the other end, as is, as it will, as we pray in your will, yes. that you would continually allow your spirit to minister to us in such a way that uh, the big picture is that we grow closer to you now and after and beyond. So allow, dear Lord, the podcast to continue to reach out to folks where they are, rubber meets the road. Thank you, Father. And provide them practical hands-on Yes. Uh, that they can look back and point directly at you through Brenda and Roy yes. as to what you are doing and how you are speaking to them at, yes. their, at each man, woman, and child's level. This is our prayer that this podcast continue to grow in such a way that yes. it meets your will yes, and it right. meets the needs of the yes. audience. Yes, Jesus. In the name of our Lord, Savior, Liberator, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 That's right. Well, thank you, guys. <laughs> so um, you said a whole lot of p words. <laughs> we're just going to give thanks that you, the Drakes, were able to pour yes to the audience tonight, and that this pouring will be very profitable. Oh, I love that. To the ears. So thank you, God, for their pouring. And thank you that it is and it will be profitable to the hearers. A absolutely. I, I, I see you with that dictionary. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have a whole list of P words. So. I know. I know. <laughs> well, thank you, family. This was beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. We appreciate you all. All right. It's a wrap. I want you to come back. I want you to come back, okay? Yeah.